0: We live in a world that's slipping away into constant uncertainty and danger. Imagine if something unthinkable happens tomorrow. Within hours, global supply chains can break down and never start up again. We've learned that lesson the hard way. And that means the smart thing to do is prepare for the worst. Even if the peanut butter hasn't hit the fan yet, you should store emergency food to get you through whatever happens next. And I highly recommend My Patriot Supply, America's largest emergency preparedness company. Act now and save $50 off their popular four-week emergency food kit, which contains an abundance of delicious food that provides over 2,000 calories a day. Every person in your family should have at least one of these. Your shipment will arrive quickly in unmarked boxes. Go to preparewiththinkaboutit.com and save $50 on each four-week food kit you purchase. That's preparewiththinkaboutit.com, to avoid being a victim and survive the coming uncertainty. preparewiththinkaboutit.com Hi, Steve here. This hasn't happened all the time, but the Holy Spirit woke me up this morning with the words that the Apostle Peter said in his second letter. So. If you are a Christian and you're watching this or listening to this on the podcast, please take it to heart and receive it from the Spirit of God. God impressed on me that the window is closing to get your heart ready for the things that are coming. We all see what's going on in this world, so it's time to really look at ourselves and ask ourselves if we're ready. The Christian Standard Bible says, His divine power has given us everything required for life and godliness through the knowledge of Him who called us by His own glory and goodness. By these He has given us very great and precious promises, so that through them you may share in the divine nature, escaping the corruption that is in the world because of evil desire. For this very reason, make every effort to supplement your faith with goodness, goodness with knowledge, knowledge with self-control, self-control with endurance endurance with godliness, godliness with brotherly affection, and brotherly affection with love. For if you possess these qualities in increasing measure, they will keep you from being useless or unfruitful in the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. The person who lacks these things is blind and short-sighted and has forgotten the cleansing from his past sins. Therefore, brothers and sisters, make every effort to confirm your calling and election, because if you do these things, you will never stumble. For in this way, entry into the eternal kingdom of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ will be richly provided for you. Therefore, I will always remind you about these things, even though you know them and are established in the truth you now have. I think it is right, as long as I am in this bodily tent, to wake you up with a reminder, since I know that I will soon lay aside my tent, as our Lord Jesus Christ has indeed made clear to me. And I will also make every effort so that you are able to recall these things at any time after my departure. Think about this. The Apostle Peter knew that he was going to be crucified, and this is the message that he wanted to leave us with. That's how important it is. The Apostle Peter wanted us to know that in Jesus Christ, we have everything we need to succeed in this life and to succeed as believers in the Son of God. We're not slaves anymore to serve our flesh and its sinful nature anymore. He's not saying to try and live as a Christian in your own strength or your own carnal effort, but allow the Holy Spirit to help you supplement your faith with goodness, knowledge, self-control, endurance, godliness, brotherly affection, and with love. What's the point the Apostle Peter's making? To make every effort to confirm your calling and election as a believer in Jesus Christ. And when we abide in him and walk in him as he walked, we confirm ourselves to be his. Just like the Apostle John said, and we have come to know and to believe the love that God has for us. God is love, and the one who remains in love remains in God, and God remains in him. In this, love is made complete with us, so that we may have confidence in the day of judgment, because as he is, so also are we in this world. The Apostle Paul even said, test and evaluate yourselves to see whether you are in the faith and living your lives as committed believers examine yourselves or do you not recognize this about yourselves by an ongoing experience that jesus christ is in you unless indeed you fail the test and are rejected as counterfeit paul said you however are not in the flesh but in the spirit if indeed the spirit of god lives in you If anyone does not have the Spirit of Christ, he does not belong to him. So the question might be, have you ever really been born again? A lot of people are religious, but Christianity is strictly about a relationship with the Son of the living God, and it has nothing to do with religion. Paul said to us who are born again, Walk by the Spirit, and you will certainly not carry out the desire of the flesh. For the flesh desires what is against the Spirit, the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit desires what is against the flesh. These are opposed to each other, so that you don't do what you want. But if you are led by the Spirit, you are not under the law. And then there are those believers who spend more time in the Old Testament than they do in the New Testament. And the thing that's wrong with that is that it's God who made the new covenant with us. And we're not to live with one foot in the law and one foot in God's grace. Paul said, Tell me, you who are at being under the law, do you not listen to what the law really says? And finally, the Apostle Paul gives this warning to those who won't examine themselves and won't walk in the spirit and in the faith. For if we deliberately go on sinning after receiving the knowledge of the truth, there no longer remains a sacrifice for sins, but a terrifying expectation of judgment and the fury of a fire about to consume the adversaries. Anyone who disregarded the law of Moses died without mercy based on the testimony of two or three witnesses. How much worse punishment do you think one will deserve who has trampled on the Son of God, who has regarded as profane the blood of the covenant by which he was sanctified, and who has insulted the Spirit of grace? For we know The one who has said, vengeance belongs to me, I will repay. And again, the Lord will judge his people. It is a terrifying thing to fall into the hands of the living God. But why would you ever be a fool when he has given us everything required for life and godliness through the knowledge of him who called us by his own glory and goodness? Think about it.